0: Uh, yo, yo, yo. Wah, 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 wah. Love it. Hey, wait a minute. My screen's I weird. Got you. It's not just I got my you. Video. I got what you. What are you doing?
1: I got you. We're blowing it up. We're blowing it up. We're, we're there. We're there. We're there. You and Speaking the, of blowing it up, you as I and make the, these clouds. You and the special effects. With the, with the, <laughs> with
0: the, with the, the vape, VFX team. With the vape juices. With the v- vape VFX. Vape Vape <laughs> I'm so proud of myself for coming up with Vapifex. I just want you to know that because it's awesome.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm awesome.
0: What I'm trying to say is I'm awesome. Eric, do you get what I'm putting down?
1: I do. I'm picking it up. I'm picking it up. Here's what I want to know. The hot, burning topic. Oh, boy. On everyone's minds. What's that? Our viewers, our listeners on Monday. Hit me with it. You're now in corporate America. How does it feel? You've been four (laughs) days on the new job.
0: what, yeah, what, four what days that, in. How do you feel? Um, How's it, I feel, feel like, I feel like someone is going to walk in, and say, um, "Mr. Sawyer, it has been fun for you, I'm sure, but it it's over now. You don't belong here, and you know that." Wow, oh, no. It feels so, like a joke. It feels nah, like a joke, man. You're selling like,
1: yourself short there. It's,
0: no, it's so good, and it's so, uh, it's such a welcome and like heartwarming departure from working in a warehouse and not working in games that like literally each day it's been like yo like this is too good yeah this feels like it's too good to be true um and uh, it's not it is true and it's it's great i love it um Fantastic. my first day in the office we spent two hours play testing a new build for the game it's coming out october 1st so i played games for two hours my first day for work Uh, The second day and third day, we went to schools and talked to second through fourth graders about how to make games and what it means to be a hero. And that shit was amazing. Um, Today was more of a deep dive on the do, but like it was still fun. Uh, We had a consulting firm come in to talk about some stuff for us for our next big marketing campaign. And then we went to a barcade for drinks it's it's great man tomorrow the the sprint they're in ends so we're gonna plan the next sprint which means i'm gonna be a part of that and uh we're going to a team lunch like it's man it's uh it's unreal that's really the only way i can describe it that's unreal yeah yeah i'm living the dream and and as uh as one would assume that dream feels like a dream like i i I feel like i'm gonna get pinched and not feel it and then wake up and go oh fuck (laughs) But it's, it's reality, man. It's uh, it's amazing. It's good. Good to yeah. hear it. Yeah, good
1: for sure. to hear it.
0: How has your week been before we get into the news? Let me know what's going on with my boy.
1: Uh, Let's see. Last, uh, it's public now. If it's not, I'm about to make it public. The company I work for was acquired. Um. So that's been interesting. Uh that's always fun when a 130 person company gets absorbed into a 10,000 person uh private equity backed um ginormous uh company. So um oh, I just noticed uh what's up there? Uh cheeky bastards. Um but Wait. uh in the chat.
0: Is that wanks. Mrs. Dirty Smurf?
1: That uh no, that is actual Smurf who logs in because mrs dirty smurf is the one that owns the twitch membership (laughs) so he logs in with that although you know this is these are two very attractive gentlemen so it might be um the missus we're not sure
0: Anyway, she controls. She controls the, she I controls get, the I get money. She controls the money. Yeah, we
1: all know how. Uh,
0: that is. that is too real. That is too real.
1: Uh, other than that, that's uh, that's really about it. I traveled on Monday. Uh, I got where'd sick. you go? Uh, I was in Palo Alto again. I traveled on Monday. I got sick on Tuesday. Had to get on a had to get on a plane. Um, being sick, which is the worst. Um,
0: oh yeah, uh, it sucks. Mm, you boy. know.
1: Luckily, I was. Uh, I woke up at. Uh, Five thirty 30 in the morning with shit coming out like all ends uh ears <laughs> nose if i had an or if, if i had an orifice it was coming out apologies um and then was finally There's able too to much information was finally able to hold, hold down a bottle of, uh, a bottle I got a, a a bowl of ramen when I got to the airport. I uh, thought
0: you said you were able to hold down a bottle of rum. Yep. I was like, Yo, Eric, if you're yeah. sick, you shouldn't be drinking a whole bottle of rum.
1: That's how I heal myself: the power of the Caribbean. Um, yes,
0: that's the new. That's the, never mind. Go yeah. ahead.
1: But uh, I got to, and it was San Francisco's airport, so they have some actual, like, legit Japanese places in San Francisco Airport. Sure. Um, so they have a place that, that checks serves. Out. They have a place that serves, you know, pretty good ramen, uh, for airport ramen. But anyway, got it. That made me feel better. Uh, Was able to hold that down, and then uh, and then went from there. So, and now we're back, and we've been playing the amazing.
0: And now we're back.
1: Forsaken all week, which has just been
0: yeah, 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 phenomenal. Yeah. It's good, man. i still still conflicted about it, but we'll talk about that later. This is Bounty Board. Everyone who's here and who doesn't know already, uh, it is Thursday, September 20th, if you are listening to it live. If you are going to listen to this later on a podcast app, it's going to be Monday, September 21, 2, 3, 4th. Math, because we're good at it. Thanks for coming by. I am your host, Caleb, at LoveWub. With me, as always, is my co-host, Eric. what's up my dude
1: what's happening
0: Uh, and we're gonna dive right into news because there's a lot of shit to talk about this week man a
1: lot of a lot of shit shit. a lot of cool shit yeah
0: very excited
1: very excited about a couple of these very excited yeah
0: it's like the season of games kicked off and then games were like oh we should probably tell people about shit coming up so to kick it off the the one and only king of the fall red dead redemption 2's multiplayer mode is red dead online No surprises. And the beta is coming in November. Also, not really a surprise. This one comes from Twinfinite by Tom Meyer. Rockstar Games announced today that the multiplayer component for the upcoming Red Dead Redemption 2 will be called Red Dead Online and is launching after the game is released. Few details were given about the online connected mode, though it will allow players to explore the open world of Red Dead 2 together. The online mode will be available for all Xbox One and PS4 owners of the game, similar to the publisher's, other always online multiplayer mode, GTA Online, Red Dead Online will also be constantly updated. This isn't really a surprise to me. Um, you could expect that we were getting Red Dead Online, and because of how GTA Online launched, I was uh, pretty expectant that it would be a month or two after the main release. Yeah, not sure why. So... I think if you ask me, it's probably so they get the people get through the campaign. But what I'm hoping it's also is... probably so they can test how many people are on the damn game.
1: Right. What I'm hoping is, is it doesn't turn out to be like GTA V, which was like delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed. If you remember, and then it finally came out, and it was awesome. Don't be wrong. And people are still playing it like to this day. Um, that's how good a job they did with it. Um, oh,
0: GTA Online came out a month after, almost to the day. Oh,
1: you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking PC. That's what I'm thinking.
0: Oh you no, know, PC yeah, got yeah, delayed. PC got delayed. delayed that's delayed what, I'm, that's what I'm
1: thinking. Sorry, PC. Uh, rockstar is still very much a console first company, which I find, uh, interesting in the climate of today. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, game of the year, chalk it up. Um, everybody else just get out of the way. Um, they, uh, as they are, as they uh, are. Uh, yeah, literally getting out of the way, battlefield, um, rip. Um, I think, uh, IGN had a really cool article. that was like 76 awesome things. Um, that you may have missed from the from the footage. Um,
0: Where'd they pick 76?
1: Uh, was it 76? Or was it... I don't remember the exact number. Um, but it was like little fine details that uh, you just... Yeah, uh, those those easily missed things. Yeah, those easily missed things. And it was just... You know, I watched some of it. 79. Sorry, I was three off. Uh, 79 amazing little details in Red Dead. And I watched the video... And just some of the shit that they got in there. And I'm just like, holy balls. Like, th- Rockstar is continually a company that will push gaming hardware. That I mean, think about I mean, the physical constraints that they have in the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox still are just... What they can do with those two systems is just unbelievable to me. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know uh and we're going to see if PlayStation is the best place to play this one cuz the Xbox One X is in the market. Uh yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Uh it's exciting. Um real quick diversion. This was not on our news list but it's worth throwing out there. I just saw that Spider-Man the Spider-Man game on PS4 sold 3.3 million copies in the in the first 3 days it was out. Impressive, which when added up is over $198 million, meaning the game's opening weekend was fucking 81 million dollars larger than Spider-Man Homecoming which is fucking insane. Um so that's dope. That's worth knowing. But this news but this, man.
1: But you're kind of the economies of scale don't necessarily match up there, right? You're comparing a $20 movie ticket to
0: a $60, $60 game.
1: game. So I would hope sure. that in 3 million copies, right?
0: Oh, easily more than 3 million people went and saw the movie. Right, the first day.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you're just talking about sheer volumes of people who went and saw things.
0: Well, if we're uh, talking about, like, fiscal saw, sol- fiscal right. uh, yeah. yeah. Just, pow- do- powerhouses? Just,
1: just dollars. I'm not taking anything away from the Spider-Man game. I think uh from everything I've watched of it, it's phenomenal. And actually... Um, oh, man, it's good.
0: It's good. I think,
1: and it's funny, and, and I don't like to do this often, but, you know, for those of you who have watched and joined and whatnot, um, I am a, I'm a fan of of Dr. Disrespect, uh, on the Twitch here. So shout out, uh, to the champions club. Um, but he said something interesting today that I was like, huh? Uh, I never really thought about it that way is. And the reason that maybe I don't play single player games is because of Twitch um, anymore, and he flat out said... Yeah, he's like, you can watch him. Yeah, he's like, you know, it's because everybody kept saying uh, that he should check out Spider-Man or whatnot, and he goes, guys, I, I don't need to. I've watched it. I watched Shroud play it, I watched uh, a couple of the streamers that I follow play it, and I'm good, and I'm done, and there's no reason for me to play it. And I was like, ha, huh, there we go. Uh, wise words.
0: Yeah, no, it makes sense. I think uh, Twitch streaming is going to be a big part of crossplay falling apart, but... We'll get to that later. That's a little foreshadowing for further news. Up next, uh, Captain Marvel got its trailer this week. What would you think about that trailer, Oh, <laughs> old
1: women getting punched in the face.
0: Oh, uh, punch granny. Punch <laughs> granny in the mouth. Punch granny in the mouth.
1: Which, so, interesting take there. So, for those of you who don't know or not, are just like MCU people and have never read the comics, right? The, the for point, the uneducated. Yeah, for the uneducated, you know, uh, kids in the audience. There are an enemy that have yet to be and maybe the most devious enemy in all of Marvel's cinematic universe uh, or just in Marvel Comics, period, uh, in the pointy-eared, elvish-looking aliens that we saw kind of walking up the beach. uh, The Skrulls, right? Yeah. Um, They are uh, super... What are they, Eric? They are... What are they? they What can they do? They are a shape-shifting alien race. And not only can they shape-shift... When they, when they shapeshift, they can also assume the powers of the person that they've shapeshifted into, which is what makes them so devious. So,
0: so Eric, Eric, can I ask you a question? Sure. Why would you shapeshift into a grandma if you're going to assume their powers?
1: I don't think the grandma was the Skrull. In that trailer,
0: <laughs> so I did you think, just punched a granny for no reason. Uh,
1: nope. I think. Oh my god! You nope. think
0: Captain Marvel? Uh, was I the think scroll.
1: Captain Marvel was the scroll in that scene, and this is some sort of weird smear campaign that the Skrulls have going. They've done it before. What's they, happening? They, what's happening? Exactly. Yo,
0: dude, is Captain Marvel gonna tackle fake news? Because I'm down for that.
1: Mm-hmm. I think. I think they're gonna tackle fake news in Captain Marvel. I think Ooh, that's
0: I like happen. this. I like this. That's a good take. I haven't heard anybody with that take. I like that. That's I like good. It. I like that. Take I'm just noticing I'm just noticing that after I've had a few beers and a few cigarettes my voice gets z- z- smooth. Yeah, you're Anyway,
1: you're a little silky smooth tonight.
0: <laughs> just a little bit. It's alright. I can roll with it. Uh, we're going to move on to the next one because everyone knows Captain Marvel's dope. Moving on with more Marvel. It's going to be a theme for the next couple. Marvel's Daredevil Season 3 got its October launch date on Netflix. That was announced today. Uh, we won't really dance around this one too much it's coming out october 19th so it's september 20th you've got about 30 days to prepare yourself for daredevil season three i got some netflix Um, shows to watch yeah i gotta catch up on iron fist season two i gotta watch luke cave season two um so yeah i got 30 days to get through what 23 episodes of show Mm -hmm. as as long as they stay around the 10 to 13 episode length possibly 26 i don't have much off time but that's okay i am
1: uh i am excited
0: i am too daredevil is consistently one of the best marvel shows Um, out of out of the
1: out of the four right they've put the most care out of the four of the defenders right um yeah luke cage season two is phenomenal like they did such such a good job the chat just brought that up they did such a good job with bushmaster uh yeah i haven't watched it yet i hate myself um I can't, I can't put my finger on the actor's name, but man, is he just like, he's perfect in every way for that role. Um, It was almost like he was cut for it. Um, Sure. The role was, you know, the the role was created for him. But uh, with that said, uh, the reason that I am so excited about the third season of Daredevil is because we get the return of Vincent D'Onofrio. Um, and for anybody who knows me, Vincent. D'Onofrio, oh my
0: god! Yes, Vincent,
1: Vincent D'Onofrio is one of my all-time favorite actors. I think he is phenomenal. And his Wilson, in his
0: Fisk, is fucking everything,
1: and he was so perfect in the first oh, season.
0: And if y'all haven't watched the trailer for season three, yep. there is absolutely a part in that trailer where you see uh, the white kingpin suit being put on, and I mm. yep. It made me cannot, weak, man. I'm so wait. excited. Cannot wait. So excited. I, like,
1: I like how he goes from being in the Daredevil suit to back in his, you know, original kind of Matt Murdock blind ninja outfit. Um, And I. I oh, thought, yeah, back
0: to the vigilante roots.
1: Yeah, I thought that was telling as that he got out of the Daredevil. It was showed him in the Daredevil costume first and then it went back to the blind vigilante. And like, is this gonna be right some? to the
0: Devil of Hell's Kitchen.
1: Is this gonna be some sort of like Wilson Fisk has, bro- has broken him down early in the season, um, and he's got. He's just r- like,
0: fuck it, let's build- murder them all. Yeah,
1: build it back up. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I'm excited. We'll see.
0: Yeah, um, if you all don't remember, this is a little bit of a spoiler. So if you don't want to hear spoilers, uh, count to thirty. We'll be through it one more <laughs> time. If you don't want spoilers, count to thirty. We'll be through it. But if you watched The Defenders. Mm -hmm. season one the only season out at the end it is assumed that matt Murdock is dead and in the end credits you see him woken up in what looks like a um a convent and for those of you unfamiliar with the story in that story thread of daredevil that convent that saves his life is the one that has his mother in it yep so that'll be interesting um also in that storyline karen page kind of goes fucking nuts like i'm pretty sure she like he gets addicted to drugs. I don't think they'll go with that like they did in the comics, but the fact that 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 scene did open there leads to some interesting p- potential um, storylines that I'm really excited about. Yeah. Story uh, spoilers. Spoilers over. Well, but uh, season three is going to be dope. Super excited about it. Um. Next news item. Sticking in. Uh, what am I trying to say? Staying with a the theme of Marvel. Uh, Marvel announced that they are. Because they're getting closer and closer to make, signing that deal with uh, with Fox, making Disney, a Disney-Fox Dis- merger. Disney
1: announced. Disney announced.
0: What did I say? Marvel announced? You said
1: Marvel announced. Disney announced.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. We all know this. Right, Disney right. confirmed Disney confirmed. Marvel would take over X-Men franchise after after the Fox merger. If this doesn't make you excited, check your posts. Paint yourself. You might be dreaming because you, you need no, to wake
1: no, you, up. no, no. Not dreaming. You're fucking dead. If this doesn't excite yeah. you... If, if just the sheer possibility of Deadpool being in an Avengers movie. One. Who should ex- Excite Wolverine. the shit out of you.
0: Wolverine, Wolverine being in an, being Avengers,
1: an movie. Avengers movie. Spider-Man, Sony is... Spider-Man's still in the house of Sony, so we gotta leave him alone. But Sony Spider-Man and
0: Spider-Man and Deadpool hanging out, though? Right? Who uh,
1: knows? Uh, it just... Okay, so it, here's what excites me the most.
0: The world is this big.
1: A proper...
0: It's getting this big.
1: A proper... Proper. Fucking... Fantastic Four movie. Because that team has just been fucked every time they've Dude, been put on the screen.
0: Man, I feel bad for Josh Trank because Chronicle I, was good and it, apparently Fantastic Four was good, but Fox doesn't know how to fucking make good movies. Right. Go on.
1: Chronicle was amazing. And the the Miles Teller Fantastic Four uh was way better um than the uh the other one. Um, I can't remember. Oh, the one name. that had
0: Chris Evans in it.
1: Yes, the one that uh, yeah had Chris Evans and uh, Jessica Alba. Um, yeah, the 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 the. the Miles, I like Miles Teller as an actor. I think he's good. The guy that ultimately went on to play uh, what's his face in Black Panther. I can't remember. Why well, can't I remember these characters' names?
0: Oh, Michael, oh, Michael B. B. Jordan. Thank you. His name's Michael, name is Michael Jordan. Jordan. That's not yeah. hard to remember. Yeah,
1: there we go. Uh, <laughs> no, I like it. I like how it's you to know, B and he goes put, he puts the B in it. Like, oh, he'd like, have to, because if you yeah. were
0: Michael Jordan, you'd be like, wait a minute, wait a MJ?
1: Minute. A MJ? Hold on. Uh Yeah, Michael B. Jordan. Oh, My favorite um,
0: Michael Jordan movie, Black Space... Panther. Anyway, go on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I said Space Jam like an idiot.
0: I was uh... going to, I was, that, that's, that's the joke, right? Because you think I'm going to say Space Jam, yeah. but I said like, man, all right. I'm with you. I'm with you. you know, um, right? we're, we're together. We're together.
1: Um But. I, it's just, the possibilities are, and the whole, my whole theory about, like, the Scarlet, about Scarlet Witch, because there's a whole run in the comic books where she does, like, a mutant awakening, um, right, so her and Captain Marvel combining forces in the next film when she comes back, right, because, you know, spoilers, if you haven't seen Infinity War yet, I'm sorry, um, Scarlet Witch is one of the ones that gets turned to du- uh, dust, um, they uh, it would have been great
0: if you didn't finish that sentence, because it would have been like you were acting it out. Yeah, it's time to duck.
1: But um, what happened? What happened? What happened? Um, um, but I think the, the, it, that that is cool because you know they've got the power combined of Captain Marvel, who's basically a fucking walking star um, in, in power level, and then Scarlet Witch, who is a walking Infinity Stone for all intents and purposes um, as far as power level is concerned. Um, Over 9,000. Uh, yep. Uh, they do uh, that Mutant Awakening, and that's how they tie. Um, th- that's how they bring X Men into it. I'm going to. It's. Uh, oh, God, I'm just so excited to see.
0: I just. Oh, yeah, dude. The
1: proper treatment of the X Men franchise. Not that Brian Singer did an awful job. I think for the time and what movie making was in that yeah, era.
0: Yeah. Like his last movies were a step up. Yeah. Big the, the first. Big yeah. Time.
1: The X Men first class movies were great. Um I think that cast was just phenomenal. It'll be interesting to see who they replace Very and who good. they keep. Um I would love to see James McAvoy come back. I think he's an incredibly talented actor. I would like to see Fassbender come back as Magneto. I think they have great chemistry. Um Jennifer Lawrence as Mystique. Eh. Yeah, um that. okay. Uh the kid that played Cyclops in the other one, he could go. Uh, I'm not even sure I would want to see. see a the
0: thing I'm most excited about is that because Avengers is nearing the end of Phase Four, I want them to just kind of let Avengers rest. Yeah, I know they have Spider-Man and Black Panther. Like, let those movies carry them on. Don't don't bring back the big core guys, and build up X-Men. And eventually, in another ten years, we can get fucking Marvel versus. I'm sorry, X-Men versus yeah, Avengers.
1: Totally. Um, like, yeah, I think oh, I, th- I think once man. this acquisition goes through, which is phenomenal. I think that's exactly what they do. They give Avengers a little bit of a break, um, and then they they play with the X-Men franchise. But we get – I mean, just the bad guys that we get in that franchise, man. Um, Galacticus. Oh, yeah. It would be amazing. Uh, I would – you know, Galacticus. Um, oh, God, I can't even – it's just uh, – It would be great. So good. It's going to be so good. Yeah. There's, or they, they,
0: the only direction they could go is up yeah I think well, I the mean, other thing is, I mean, is true, giving
1: yeah. the avengers pro yeah that's totally not true i think no not james Marsden the ki- the kid that played young Cyclops in uh the latest x- men um uh apocalypse um the uh I don't remember the actor's name i think the other thing too is they take, uh, they they take the uh the route of instead of Going with Avengers proper, right? Because you've still got a couple of these franchises that we haven't seen the second films on. Like, I think Doctor Strange is a great way to bridge from yeah. Avengers to, um, f- to the X Men to the X Men universe. Sure. Right? You still got Ant Man and Wasp, which had their second movie come out, which did was great. Um, anyway, we spent way too much time on this, but we could literally talk about this.
0: No, it's going to be amazing. for um, and I'm I'm excited. We could talk hours. about it forever. Yeah, we could. Uh, moving on to the next news article, this run out of Polygon, written by Summit Sarkar. I'm sure most of y'all have heard. Sony announces a PlayStation Classic, a $100 mini PS1. It's going to come with a lineup of 20 games that includes Final Fantasy VII. Um, just to list some of them, we're going to get Final Fantasy VII, as I just said, Jumping Flash R4 Ridge Racer Type 4, Tekken 3 and Wild Arms. Put will be playable in the original format. Eric, are you excited about this? Here's, here's Be honest. What I, Be here, honest with me. Be no, honest with I'm me. not,
1: and I f- I feel this is a this is a this is Sony looking at what Nintendo's doing.
0: Um, yep. Going, trying to cat, trying to cash that shit in.
1: Going, oh, whoo, we can do this. I'm on eBay right now. I can, I just found a first generation Sony with 20 games for $75. I will go buy that before I go
0: buy this <laughs> thing. You know what I want them to do? It's really easy. It's really, you know what I want them to do? Just fucking make those games backwards compatible. Right. Like, what why? are you doing? I, and this is... Like, Xbox, Xbox doesn't need to make an Xbox Classic. You know why? Because they're making their games backwards compatible. Yep. You know why that's better? Because you don't have to make people buy a system for $100 uh, so, that's so, got a fucking yeah. peanuts for games on and
1: it. Here's the issue, right? My, And here's the issue that Sony's starting to run into with, I feel, some of this backwards compatibility and some of the crossplay stuff and things like that. Not even crossplay. sorry. We'll get to that in a minute. Um... But the backwards compatibility is, is you got to remember before this generation of Sony consoles, everything was built on a unique and custom architecture, right? So it's not where Microsoft came into this game and said, nope, we're going to go with a common architecture, an x86 architecture out of the gate, right? Xbox One, Xbox 360, Xbox, sorry, the original Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox, <laughs> one, xbox one i did xbox oh, one
0: man. um og oh, xbox oh, that's good right
1: is have all that's been really built good. have all been built on a core x86 based architecture which has made backwards compatibility a, pos, a a thing because it's very easy for microsoft to emulate that um in their current generation of consoles and they'll be able to keep doing that going forward um but yeah i, I just it's it it feels hollow and it just feels like Sony is out of touch. Um, yeah. Uh, well, what I'm getting at, what I'm, what I'm getting at, chat is not that Sony should be able to emulate the, pr- the, the core root of the programming uh, is based on a custom, arch- custom chip architecture that is not common architecture, right? So it's not they have to emulate that processor and that step to get it to actually run on the current generations of consoles uh which is why sony's yeah, but... putting so much stock into that streaming service which is not going anywhere anyway b- b- no. it just feels hollow it just feels empty it feels like a cash grab based on something a competitor is doing and it just is it's just kind of showing outside of sony's exclusives right which is what i originally yeah. called a couple years ago when the ps4 originally came out is sony threw out when the ps4 came out all of these first party exclusives they're all coming out and sony's kind of going uh-oh we're running out of water
0: Uh, i feel like the next generation is going to kick sony right in the teeth yeah and you know why i think that
1: go ahead I
0: don't. <laughs> it's good. It's, this is called a segue, y'all. Okay. Uh, I I say that because Take Two's CEO says that while Sony may be avoiding crossplay, it's inevitable to the future.
1: Inevitable. We've talked it's about it many times.
0: Yeah. So uh, this is from Strauss Zelnick. This is written by uh, IGN. Uh, by the Nick way, Santangelo. By the way. Up?
1: By the way, real quick, just to set the comments here. Strauss Zelnick is the CEO of Take-Two. Take-Two is the publishing partner of what gaming giant?
0: Rockstar.
1: What does Rockstar make, guys?
0: Um, the only games that have been important for the last 10 years, GTA and Red Dead.
1: Rockstar is, the, Rockstar is one of those studios that puts out a game every five years, at one game. They may throw yeah. out a little in-between thing, like Rockstar Table Tennis. But I'm convinced that those are small teams that just want to test some tech, and they got the money to throw it out there and get some actual yeah. fucking testing done. Yeah. Uh, right? L.A. So, Noire. Yeah, L.A. Noir, right. It, uh, which wasn't a bad game in and of itself. Um, no, but it definitely
0: did leaps and bounds for their facial mapping.
1: Correct. Um, which is exactly what I think that game was thrown out there for, because it's not inside their core franchise. Plus somebody watched the black Delilah too many times. It was like, oh, let's make a movie. It's fucked. Um, it's two. black, it's
0: black Dahlia, Dahlia I whatever. You, but it's not it's Delilah. You're
1: right. You're right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like it's for real. Like just, uh, just to quote Strauss a little bit, Strauss Zelnick from take two. Um, <clears throat> he says the closed system walls are coming down and they have to streaming is going to accelerate those walls coming down which i said earlier we're all here for the consumers if you're going to create rules that don't benefit the consumers but somehow you think you benefit your enterprise you're mistaken consumers will go elsewhere you will have you have to pay attention to what the consumer wants
1: 100% crossplay
0: crossplay is the hot topic right now cuz guess what everyone fucking wants it Yep. I'm tired of playing games and not being able to play with my friends on PlayStation. Yep. There's no reason for that shit.
1: Yeah, there's zero it's reason. It's clear that there's no reason for that shit. There's zero reason why I should, why you and I should not be able to play Destiny with our friends that have PlayStations. Uh, there is zero reason why we should not be able to play a game. Um, you know, uh, some games on, you know, I mean, look at, look at what Xbox is doing. And he even calls it out in the article, right? All Xbox first party titles are inherently cross play they're inherently buy that on xbox you can download it on pc
0: yeah the- dude it makes cr- it makes console exclusives that much more important yep like playstation is like at the at the stage they are now with their exclusive game and i mean game as in like you know the game they're playing right their ex- their exclusive lineup is so good that cross play would make playstation the place to go Yep. because you can play call of duty with your friends you can play uh fucking anything that's not exclusive with your friends.
1: Hundred And agreed. so like
0: having an Xbox isn't super important when you can play that shit with your friends anyway, and your exclusive lineup is better. But for agree. some reason, Sony's trying to be fucking closed door about it and it doesn't make any sense. Well, yeah.
1: I think that's like, traditional, just traditional old school thinking and business. And the line that they gave a couple of weeks ago or whatever it was about, um, you know, uh, we just we think Fortnite we think PlayStation's the best place to play Fortnite, and I'm like, that's you guys are missing the point wholeheartedly. There, you're 100. percent
0: Oh, dude, that answer was like a, a an answer straight out of fucking yeah, like the White House now, where someone's like, "Yo, can you answer this question?" And they're like, "Let me answer that question by answering a different question," right. and you're like, "But that okay? Well, oh that's, right, well, that's not what we're talking about we're, at all." Um, I guess we're going to just move on. Right.
1: And don't get me wrong. I understand the art of spin and I understand towing a company line, right? I have to, you know, the position I'm in at my current company, I have to do it, which I, I you know, I had to smile through my teeth sometimes and, you know, get it. Um, but the, the point being is, is to be that out of touch with where the community is um, and to be and to, where the community is as a whole, the gaming community as a whole what your players want and just saying dumb shit that harkens back to almost a dumb comment as Don Matrick could have said uh when God, the, we if, we got when the Xbox One like X when the we Xbox
0: 3 like podcasts 1K. without you bringing that motherfucker up no it's been a long time it's been
1: like 4 or 5 uh um, okay
0: see what i mean it's been so long i and, forgot how long is i'm
1: going to stay i'm going to leave it there uh but yeah they they the the chat brings up Smurf brings up a good point in the chat here. Colin Moriarty right um is the, it it just seems like Sony is being obstinate to be obstinate. They're the kid who has the who has three of the same toy and doesn't want to share it with anybody. Um Yeah. But it's very simple. Uh and I think you know, I think the like, calm uh, had the
0: best yeah. point. Yeah, like Call of Duty will be more successful if people aren't buy- if if there's no longer people that aren't buying it because they have a PlayStation and their friends have an Xbox. Yep. Done. Like if you if you have a PlayStation and I have an Xbox and a multiplayer game comes out and none of your friends have a PlayStation, you're not going to buy it. Mm-hmm. But if you can play it with fucking anybody, guess what, dude? I'm buying that game. Yep. Then having a console that you like more than other ones isn't restricting you from playing with your friends. It means you get ex- it's the same argument, man. Yeah exclusives get better multiplayer games make more money it uh the argument against it is hubris man and like yeah the only there there are people that that there are people that point to xbox as having this kind of hubris when they were winning the console war last generation and turning down shit and they've moved past that Mm -hmm. and so you could argue maybe it's because they're in the lead but i think if xbox was in the lead they'd still be doing what they're doing now
1: no i yeah I, i i would like to say that if the tables were turned, and Microsoft kept its dominance um, that it had in the in the in the 360 generation. That Phil Spencer would have looked at crossplay and said, "Yeah, that's cool. Why not?" Um, because all it does, and I think that just comes. I think that comes though so not necessarily from Phil. I think that comes from a level above Phil um, at Microsoft. You know, where 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 the CEO right. of Microsoft is very much. Right been about the last you know the last generation on uh or the last generation of core you know microsoft products um has been very much this shit works everywhere no excuses get it done um get and it that done and that has that type of you know f- freedom for innovation has trickled down to uh the xbox team and i think that choice when he put phil spencer in charge of xbox is you know paid dividends uh ultimately
0: yeah for real Phil Spencer has saved that console from what looked like would be a catastrophic failure. And I mean, yeah, I get it. Microsoft doesn't need the money that Xbox is making. Like 90% of fortune 500 companies are using Microsoft cloud based software. Yep. They don't need the money, but the fact that they don't need the money has afforded them the ability to do what people fucking want. Yep. And that's going to endear them to suddenly make more money because people know that they're going to get what they want out of Xbox. That's how it works. Mm hmm. I don't really have a super smooth segue like I did for some of these other ones into the main story. But I can just introduce it and it will work just the same. So, though we're done with news, that was a lot of shit. Thanks for sticking around through that. But this week, we have a topic that I think Eric and I have a lot to say about. And that is the science of storytelling. Which sounds a little pretentious. So let me summarize it this way. Games do storytelling a lot of different ways. Some of those ways are good. Some of those ways are bad. Eric and I want to talk about those different ways and see what kind of feedback y'all got. So, Eric, what do you think makes good story? Ooh, um,
1: that's kind of like asking me what my favorite super, what my superpower would be, right? Um, is uh, what type oh, dude, of do story- telep-
0: telepathy? <laughs> Easy. <laughs> I don't know. You can win. You can win every argument.
1: Yeah. That, yeah, but that. That just creates kind of a weird dystopian future where there's nothing sub-ski-wee. Um Where everybody agrees with me. I don't necessarily want everybody to agree with me, because I am not 100% the smartest person ever. Um, but if you were
0: telepathic, you would be.
1: Yeah. No, I would just be able to read the smart people's minds. Um, so what makes good storytelling? I mean, it... it you know, there's everybody likes to say there is a science to good storytelling. And I don't think it's necessarily there's a science to the telling of stories. Right. We tell stories every day in our lives. You and I just were talking and having a conversation. And there were many stories interwoven into that conversation. Right. That made.
0: Yeah. Play. The first thing I talked about, my new job was a right, story,
1: was a story. And then I told the story of, you know, liquid coming out of all my orifices. Oh, um, God damn it. Yeah, yep. My weed. So egg. gross. Man. What I did there.
0: Um, I, I, I'm glad I didn't see what you did. I heard
1: you don't want to but... hear it either, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I think, it, <laughs> I think no, I, I it's, it it's, it's something that w- happens all day long. And it's, it's funny that we bring this up in a week where, um, the, and for that, anybody who, who listens, uh, or watches perhaps star talk with Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, America's astrophysicist or your personal astrophysicist. Um, for those of you who don't know who the Neil best De- man in the world yeah who for those of you who don't know who Neil deGrasse Tyson is, he is uh, the um, director of uh, the Hayden Planetarium uh, Hayden in Planetarium the New in New York uh, and he is an actual astrophysicist uh, he's a really smart guy, but he hosts a podcast uh, called Star Talk where he literally bring, he brings people in um, every week uh, to talk about it. and this was kind of the same this was the kind of the same topic. Uh, that they had this week. Um, And I think the interesting thing is, is we tell our stories, we tell ourselves stories all day, right? Um, Yeah. And specifically in gaming, I think what makes a good story is that, we've talked about this in our single-player versus multiplayer thing, right, is there's got to be the same types of things that make good storytelling in movies, good storytellings in books. There have to be characters that you can emotionally invest in and you have to get emotionally invested in the world. Does it have yeah. to be cinematic? Absolutely not. Um does Ah, it have, that's
0: a good that's does a good, it, uh,
1: does it have to does it have to have the best games, the best gameplay mechanics in the world? Fuck no. Look at the Telltale series. There's like no game tale. There's no gameplay mechanics, right?
0: Yeah. Um yeah. But those
1: are great stories. Um anyway, sorry, I'm I'm off my soapbox here. You, you,
0: no, you're good. You brought up um cinematics, and I think that's a good place to start in talking about you know, the things that make a story good because <clears throat> there are a lot of things that people will bring up that are like either the left side or the right side of the issue. Like I want this, but not this because the other thing's bad. And I think it's uh I personally think it's a mix, right? It's a, it's on a per basis uh kind of relationship and it, you just have to nail it, whichever way you do it. So like when you're playing a game with story in first person, uh, I'm sorry, in single player, Uh, do you prefer to have cut scenes or do you like it when there's no cut scenes? And like, for example, for those of y'all that don't know what I mean, like when you play Assassin's Creed, each cut scene, you get to watch your character walk around, interact with people, talk, do shit in Skyrim. When a cut scene happens, it's not actually a cut scene. The world just kind of plays the thing out and you're still in your character's eyes. There's no loading. There's no, there's none of that stuff. It's all right there. So like when it comes to single player experiences, what is what's what you what do you gravitate towards?
1: So I think that and, and I don't mean to jump around topics here, but I think that can't be addressed until we get to the vocal player character. Are you playing a character or are you playing the silent character?
0: Or or are you the character? Or, okay, yes yeah, so we can do that.
1: Right. And I think I think it's interesting, right? And as much as everybody was so excited that your guardian talked in that, de- and I'm going to jump into into Destiny here, um, that your guardian talked in the Forsaken expansion. Yeah, I was a little taken out by the fact that my guardian all of a sudden had a voice, right? Uh, because yeah. I enjoyed the fact that my guardian didn't say shit, um, and I could kind of project myself into uh, this badass um who hops badass hunter who hops around you know and throws fucking flaming daggers and shoots shit um yeah. and then explodes yeah. in the balls of fire. Um <laughs> and then you know so I think that it's interesting, right? So I, I look at it at two angles when when I'm when I'm looking at these these types of things. Am I playing a am I playing a character through an interactive movie or an interactive story you know vis a vis your Assassin's Creed example, right? Or, right? Um, you know, or the most the most famous cutscenes in the world to me because they are in and of themselves movies inside of games is anything Kojima has ever produced. Um, uh, you could
0: argue that his games are movies more than games,
1: <laughs> right? Fair enough. But the cutscenes in some of his games, right? You will just oh, put the controller oof. down for twenty minutes. And it's Art like, films. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, that was twenty yeah. minutes of taking a break. Um, yeah, where, where you're very much playing Snake or Big Boss or Liquid or, you know, a character that somebody, some artist has wanted you to experience their story or in the Skyrim instance, right? Yeah. Uh, or the Elder Scrolls instance where you are building your character and experiencing this world and there are no constraints um around that, right? Which this kind of goes into, you know, setting and world building and stuff like that. So I think sure, um, to answer the cutscene, not cutscene, it depends on the the story play, right? If I am experiencing an artist's vision for a character like Bayek, like Snake, I don't mind a cutscene um in there because that brings me into their world. It gives me some dialogue. It gives me some off screen shit. Um, that I might not have get in that the moment-to-moment gameplay is there. Sure. If I'm in to answer your question, a single-player experience like an Elder Scrolls or stuff like that, I don't mind a cutscene that includes my character, but if my character has dialogue, um, that that's gonna rip me out of it. So, uh, you know, long, the long and short of it is, I don't mind cutscenes, but I'm old. I'm an old school. You know, I'm I'm fucking an older gamer, right? Where cutscenes were the norm. Um, yeah you're
0: you're you're used to the story yeah. being portrayed like right. a movie almost yep i dig it i dig it yeah and i think uh i think the silent protagonist thing is is interesting because i don't i don't think anyone's gonna like all of them in one way or the other right like gordon freeman not talking i got it it yep. made sense it was immersive it felt like not only am i this guy but also like what the fuck would this guy have to say about any of this shit even the, the g-man says you're it's just an instance of the wrong guy in the right place. Like, you you literally don't belong. So Gordon Freeman being like, uh, don't fuck. I don't, don't ask me any fucking questions. I don't know what's going on. It makes sense. But in Destiny, it just didn't, right? Like the full first game, you talked all the time. And then the second game shows up, and it's like, nah, you forgot how to talk. Yeah. I did like that Cade 6 pointed out, like, oh, hey. You, you're talking now. Yeah. But like, I guess, I guess Cayde-6 didn't point that out. Who points that out?
1: I don't remember. Oh, no, it
0: it is, I don't know. Fuck. You know, it's Cade 6 When you go to, when you go to save him. Yeah. He, he asks you a question and he goes, I, I know, strong silence like that. Like, that was a little bit fun that they're poking fun at it and the game's kind of self-aware. But even after finishing the main campaign for, for Forsaken and getting ready for the raid, like, yeah, that's really the only thing you say like you talk a couple other times and you're like mm, that's fine but there's one moment and I don't want to spoil it but there's one moment when you come to the end of um the end of the road in the main campaign where you're facing off against uh Uldrensav, where like there's a moment in that fight where it makes absolute sense that your character says some shit and is vengeful as fuck about it and no. guess what doesn't happen nothing your character doesn't fucking talk. Like, Spoilers. Come on, dude. If you're going to throw that in there, like, use it. Yeah. There's I re- no, yeah.
1: I, I literally yeah. remember the, the only instance I remember is when the character said, uh, the one thing like after, like right after you're, you know, I'm going to, you all have to, I think. Yeah. He's mine. Yeah. Eldrin Sav is mine. And you walk away, f- clenched fist. Um, which is, yeah, I don't think I'm, I'm alright with that. Yeah, I don't think it was necessarily needed, right? You know, in games where I'm creating a character, like very much in Destiny, I have three characters, the Sisters of Doom, um, all the same race, all with the exact same face, different haircuts because they're triplets. Uh, speaking of storytelling, I've got a whole backstory for them because it's the way my head works. Um,
0: oh, I'm on the same page, buddy.
1: Yeah, the uh, it, it's just interesting that they would make a character like that talk, and that's even like. Uh, and the you know this brings up the argument, and I, I'm sure some people in the chat are sitting there going, "Well, what the hell is Master Chief then, right? Because you're playing through a first-person game with a character that does not talk."
0: Ooh, much. that's not true.
1: No, no, no. Hold on. Okay, he much. talks. I would, I would hundred percent say that Master Chief is the strong and silent type, right? <laughs> yes, um, absolutely. That has, that has, that has, that has very poignant things to say at the right times, but you are still very much projecting yourself as master chief because of there. So, you know, that, that brings up an interesting point in narrative, right? I think a lot of people have forgotten these days that we're living in an artist's world and an artist's vision. I'm going to take us back to, I think it was our first or second episode (laughs) where I talked about and, or I more bitched and complained and called the world out on the fact that they, (laughs) they They complained so much to Bioware about uh, the ending of Mass Effect three. Um, so much so that Bioware said, "Oh God, let's go and give them some cutscenes and you know, smooth, yeah, here's smooth, some smooth,
0: extra shit the contextual you should have understood the first time, but whatever. Yeah. will never
1: hear shit, right? If you're an artist, stand by your fucking guns." And deal with it, right? I, yeah, you know, don't bow to the will of the 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 chubby-cheeked kids out there that are going to whine because they didn't get their way. I a hundred percent, I a hundred percent am supportive of any artist's decision. I may not like their decision. I may think it's derivative. I may think it's you know an easy way out or it doesn't sum up all my questions. But that's why I have an imagination. If a story doesn't finish up for me, I'm time to go figure it out. Uh, it's this It's what I say. It's it's whenever I'm reading a book, right? And they brought this up in the Star Talk episode, right? Is that's the very it's the big difference between watching a movie and reading a book, and why so many people always, when they read the book first and then go see the movie, go
0: say the book is better. Than the movie. book is
1: better because your subconscious, yeah. while you're you're conscious and your subconscious, while you're reading that book is filling in the details, is idealizing what these people look like. And then all of a sudden they cast it, right? I Think think back to The Dark Tower, right? When that movie yeah. came out, the th- the shit that was said about one of the greatest actors in the world right now, because everybody didn't think that's what Rolian of Gilead should look like, right? Now I'm a rational human being, so I can say... Oh, okay, cool. I understand oh, why. Oh, it's, they... it's
0: fiction. It literally doesn't fucking matter.
1: Yeah, I under, i understand why. Um, th- they chose that casting role. I think I think Idris Elba was was good, uh, as Roland Duchaine. Uh, I think because he's a great actor, it was a cool movie. There were some other, there were some a lot of other issues with that movie, uh, to be with.
0: Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. It wasn't Idriselba, guys. guys, just want to point that out to all the fanboys that think they can control media because they didn't like it. Right. That movie wasn't bad because Idraza. That movie was bad because it was written poorly.
1: Yeah. Um. They tried to shove seven books worth of shit into a ninety-minute movie, which. Historically oh, weird. That's never
0: happened before. Never works. Um. No, it's always so bad. Hollywood, stop fucking doing it.
1: Yeah. So I think. Yeah, to cut scene or to not cut scene, I think, is where we still are. And, you know, I think it it really depends on the artist's vision and and how it takes it out. Like games like God of War, I think it it adds. uh, Yeah, God
0: of War is like one camera take, right? Yeah, it it doesn't
1: change. Yeah, it it adds to them. Right, it doesn't uh, it doesn't take away from them. Um, right, first or third person. I that, that's again that's not really an argument, right? You can have a strong silent character in a first or a third person game. Is it more immersive to have a character that isn't talking in a first person game? Sure, um, but I don't. That doesn't really take me, you know, out of out of the flow uh, in any way.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's I don't know, man. Like I think that first and third person are interesting because they can they can do essentially anything i've played bad third person story games i've played bad first person story games. um a first and third person like you said is a personal preference thing like dishonored love it first person all the way stealth game a lot like the deus ex games i'm down for that but at the same time like i've played mass effect mass effect is a Mm -hmm. third person game and the story is also very good and being able to see Shepard in whatever he's wearing was kind of important to me but like would i have been um would i have been as i like i i can't see i can't see um what's his name um not arno corvo i couldn't see corvo when i was running around would it have made the game better i don't know right like dishonored was fine the way it was Mm -hmm. and then mass effects fine the way it was um there are examples of games that don't do it well, and like I said, I don't think it's the perspective that does it. I think it comes down to world building, mm-hmm. which we can talk about for fucking ever. Yeah. So world building is I think the most important part in storytelling. I know and as as uh Skiwi said in the chat, and I would agree in, in a large way that storytelling's number one job is to get people emotionally invested in its characters but I personally find it hard to get invested in a character that lives in a world that sucks. <laughs> yeah. And like, I don't mean to say that anyone's the hard work that's in video games sucks. So what I'm, I'm, I'm being hyperbolic. Like I don't like when, like for instance, um, God, I can't think of a game that's actually done this in a minute. Um, Can you, I've been rambling. Can you think of a game that like you liked the character and we kind of invested in it in the character, but the reason you couldn't get all the way invested in the character was because the, the world that character existed in just didn't sell you. Has that happened to you?
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, I think vampire, uh, watch I didn't play that Ooh, game. All right. Um, but yeah, you know, I didn't, it. I didn't play it, but watching a whole bunch of people stream it, like that character was super interesting, but the sure. way that they represented that era in London, fucking, it was awful. Um, I think, yeah. uh, to an extent, the combat, uh, and everything, and, and this is going to be rather blasphemous, uh, and everybody might hate me. Um, but the Arkham games to an extent came up with really stupid lame ass reasons for everybody to be inside at night and not have any interaction with anything that's going on in the world, right? The world, oh, yeah. so, the world was built solely for the purpose of you being Batman. The streets were clear. It was always night. It was nothing else. I think that I think all of those games, phenomenal as they were, from a combat perspective, from a story perspective, from a Batman story perspective, excuse me. Um, oh, and we left out the part in the news this week about Batman's penis finally being revealed. Um, yeah, that of, wasn't um, news. That's I why was, I skipped it. But oh, you that, it up was, anyway, that was so totally, totally news that we now know that Bruce Wayne hangs to the fucking right. That's a big bat-a-wing. damn
0: deal. He showed off his battle wing.
1: He showed off his battle wing. Exactly. Anyway, moving on. So,
0: <laughs> what were you talking about before you brought up Batman's dick? I, the I was talking weirdo.
1: I was talking about the. I was. Don't, hey, no, hold on. I'm not a weirdo. Every fucking kid when they're reading a comment looks at something and goes, "I bet the Hulk has a huge dick." Huh.
0: <laughs> every I want to sin- disagree so bad, you, but, but you man.
1: can't because every single person. Who reads a comic book goes, huh, I wonder what they look like under that fucking spandex."
0: No. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to know what Hulk's dick looks like. Ah, dude, people it's
1: people it's with, uh, it's a giant greed. Ra- it's a giant. green... Ra- it's a giant green rage monster.
0: I mean, y- yes, y- yeah. That's a, that seems appropriate.
1: Yep. There you go. Uh, moving on. Good. Okay, move back to back to the point I was making is. I think world building has a lot to do. And a lot of this is I, I get its budget, its constraints. It's the setting of the game. It's the viability of the game. It's how many resources do you have? We can't compare the gold standard of things like grand theft autos, the red deads, the oblivions, um, you know, the, you know, things like that when it comes to building populated worlds. But if I completely agree with you, if you do not build a world that has an interesting, and I think that's part of the reason that I got, i was so invested in uh the latest assassin's creed and what spoke to me a lot about it ancient um, egypt man was it one it was ancient egypt it was a really it was a really cool setting it's a really super interesting setting um yeah but, but they did such a great job of building everything around your characters and i remember the first time i got to alexandria um in that game oh,
0: breathtaking it man. was
1: one the scene was just visceral but the city streets were bustling with life. It wasn't the same repeated dialogue over and over yeah. and over Yeah. And, and that's over again. one
0: of the things. Yeah, for sure. And that's one of the things I dig about Spider-Man, right? Like yep. although I would I would argue that maybe it's to Spider-Man's detriment just because it's too much. Um, but like
1: I know. I don't think in so. In Batman,
0: where are the fucking people, right? They're not there. In Spider-Man, you can walk down the street and high five people. Right. The only reason I say that maybe that's too much is like Spider-Man's also a weird representation of New York that is so fucking violent. There are armored car flip take, takeovers and gunfights and muggings, and I get it. It's a mechanic so that you can learn shit or get points in the game. It's like but New like, York
1: in the 80s, man.
0: Yeah, but you, you'd assume that New York wouldn't be so so full of people. Um, so, like, that's a little beef with Spider-Man? Like, I don't actually, like see that and go oh man there's too many people in the street because like i just fought an armored car around the corner why are they hanging out i don't do that like that's not something i think of actively because they're they're fucking new
1: yorkers that's why
0: exactly man they're fucking new yorkers man they stay they go wherever they want exactly yeah so like that there's a small bit of immersion that like i have a minuscule problem with but like as eric just said like he makes a good point like New York is kind of known for being a really re- resilient populace. So right. maybe they are all hanging out while the city's getting plummeled. Getting <laughs> pummeled. Plummeled. Um, maybe the yeah, maybe they are hanging out while the city's getting pummeled. Um, but like playing Batman Arkham Knight, because I got Arkham City. I got like the prison got broken out of and they closed off the little island it's on. So now it's a city full of Arkham people. That's fine. Arkham Knight? The fact that he's swinging around Gotham and no one's there, like, what happened? Where are the cars on the streets? Where are the, like, the... I don't know, man. Like, there's so much stuff that could have added to that and, like, given that world more flesh. The difference is, the story for that game was so goddamn good yeah. that, like, the setting could have some issues and as you see me here today, years later, I'm kind of indifferent. I loved the fucking game. And it's weird that there's no people on the street, but it didn't bother me, right? I wasn't ever like, Ew, this, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, like, you know? where, where are the people for the Arkham Knight to be taking out and threatening Batman? I think that would have enhanced the game a little bit. Um,
0: yeah, just like one, if they'd taken a portion of their side, um, like little let's go do it quests and turn them into little, like, I don't, I don't know, man, just like... <laughs> Anything else? No, Just give I me a to, reason to get invested in what's going on.
1: No, that's exactly. I, I agree with you a hundred percent. It is it, world building is the is the most critical thing, and you and I have talked about this off stream. You know, we've talked about this off stream. We've talked about this. Yeah. While we're playing games, Ooh, if
0: sorry, excuse me, we've talked about it ad nauseum. Yeah, absolutely. yeah,
1: and not even not even the actual physical sitting down and programming of the world. It's the
0: I just showed up to a city. Is What's the, happened in yeah, this city?
1: Is the world's history there, right? I think is yeah. at, at the base level. Is there is there enough in this history? Is there the, the the can you go into a building and understand? And I'm not saying this has to happen in everything, but is there enough points, you know, like Assassin's Creed Jordan pointing that back to that as an example. Is there enough points in that uh is there enough points in that scenario? Uh, or in that Alexandria to make me feel like I'm actually in Alexandria. Um, yeah. Like I'm actually doing yeah. something. So world building the setting, you know, and then ah, shit, man, it's we fucking we could we do this all night.
0: We could. And, and I think that um, the reason we bring up world building as being such a big point and the reason we both have the assertion that it's the most important thing is that, I, for instance, I'm playing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that by default, in almost every case, Spider-Man is Peter Parker. But in the movies and games we've seen so far, he's in high school for the first the first installment, right? He's a high school kid. Um, he's young, he's unexperienced, he gets he's kind of a mess. He doesn't really know how to handle shit. This Spider Man game, if we're talking world building, takes place after after Peter's out of college. Yep. That's cool. Him and MJ aren't together at the time, as far as I know, as far as I am into the game. Him and MJ aren't around, aren't together. That's something that happened before the game. And I like
1: I like, just real quick to interject, I like that MJ is not a supermodel. She is a normal fucking person.
0: She's neither a supermodel nor is she a damsel. Yep. Which is a which is an accomplishment. Like she can handle herself. She knows her shit. And she's naturally attractive like yep. she's a person that like looks like you could run into her on the street and she looks friendly as fuck yep um but there there you go you know like spider-man and and uh mary jane aren't together and <gasps> he's out of college and i know right it's fucking mind-blowing and uh fucking aunt may isn't a use i don't want to say useless aunt may isn't a damsel in distress in distress right she like she runs a shelter like all of this stuff is creating a a world that Spider Man's existing in that I haven't seen, and that shit's fucking interesting to me. And uh, I I have issues with games like, um, ugh. see I I try to come up with bad examples, and you and I are both this way. We don't really play shit we know we aren't gonna like. We only play shit we're gonna like, and because they have Whoa. like an established hierarchy of being well proven to give their world fucking context yeah and i don't um,
1: i don't know that's untrue i i have and if i had my xbox turned on i could go to the library actually maybe i can do it um uh on the uh where's my mouse here uh if i bring open oops uh if i bring up my and i don't know if i could see my i don't think i can uh hold on let me just look down my i'll tell you right now let me i'll find an example um
0: (laughs) all right
1: so i'm just going to scroll down my my achievements list here and you know there's there's a lot of games here you know if i scroll you know and this this goes on forever you know and thinking about it there's games here where i just don't get interested in the world and i'm just looking at this like um like for honor right here's here's a great example yeah phenomenally (laughs) oh man phenomenally built world unbelievably cool implementation of combat i still think it's one of the most original fighting games out there yeah
0: and and it's original because it like took things that existed and made them better yeah go on
1: um but i just there's not enough there was the the world was built so shitty and the mechanics in the way that the world works and the way that you interacted with the world uh just just took me out of it i'm there's another there's a better example
0: i thought the story was so bad I didn't play past the night story.
1: Yeah, there was was no reason to play the story, right? It was, why not just put that out as a fighting game uh, and be done with it? Um, What was was the other one that I just started and just did not finish? Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. There's only like 700 games on my achievements list.
0: Oh, yeah, my list is absurd.
1: Uh, Anyway, keep talking. Hold on. Oh, wait, hold on. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, Lords of the Fallen, right? Which was kind of a Dark Souls-style oh, st- yeah. yeah. clone. Um, super cool game. I like the story. I dug the invitation. But the world was just not built in a way... It it, it, it felt hollow, right? It felt shallow um, in the way sure. that they, they implemented that world uh, to make it... Um, uh, to make it, and it just felt like was... i didn't even give
0: that i didn't even give that game a shot well
1: the only reason that i it was on games with gold that's the only reason i have it right i'm i will give anything a shot for free um let me hold on i will play <laughs> you
0: should edit that <laughs> pause
1: check that i will give any video game a shot for free i'm there not i'm not gonna go and smoke crack if it's free maybe uh,
0: uh are you if it's um, it's free dude <laughs>
1: does yeah no i I i'm kidding don't do that yeah i like my teeth listeners
0: listeners don't don't do crack even if it's free
1: stay off drugs kids please don't listen to us anyway go on
0: wait we just told him not to do drugs and then you said don't listen to us (laughs) wait a minute (laughs) what have you done oh my god ho
1: global in the house yo 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 with that six man raid i don't know why my alert just did nothing at all wow
0: good like, job dude good job way to have a uh, way to have your shit together
1: nice job Streamlabs. i have no idea oh blame it
0: on Streamlabs. sure i'm 100
1: anyway global thank you for that raid i appreciate you hanging out how did uh, uh you know hopefully uh kingdom come went uh went very well um anyway back to topic
0: back to topic well i actually want to move kind of out of talking about specifically you know what makes story good? And I, I mean, I want to apologize to people listening. Maybe that oh, are like here's a great- y'all didn't really y'all didn't really talk about what makes story good, uh, because like there's other things we could go through, right? Like we already talked about first or third, or you know, like but what about branching story? What about what about interactive or linear story? What about uh, fucking like the. The voice acting. What about the writing? Like, there's there's so many things that make stories good, and so like I kind of want to apologize just because the, the 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 derail wasn't really a derail for for you and I because like that is what makes a game good for us is the world building. Uh, uh, hello.
1: Yeah, I'm here. I'm listening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like the yeah, so. Like if we're gonna get back to topic in 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 any way, I think the the cool the the cool way to go um, would be like, what are there are there's asking people their top ten list of games is fucking absurd. Most of the time you're like, man, that's like it's like picking your favorite kid. Like most people could do that, but you, you don't want to. <laughs> no
1: no you don't no you don't pick your favorite kid. I've got two of them, and they're both they're both. um my, they're both my favorite kids. Sorry, exactly. I got I got a little taken out there because now I'm like super annoyed that my alert package is just not happening. Anyway, going on. Uh, um, no, you're good. So the uh, – but Global, I do appreciate that, Ray. Thanks for hanging on, everybody. Uh, we are talking about the science of storytelling specifically in games uh, tonight. So – you know i i th- it's weird right because the world building is such a big thing to it but then you look at and i'm going to bring it up because it's still one of our favorite games is um well no because that game is oozing with world building style uh i'm trying to think of an exa- i was going to say Tokyo 42 um
0: <laughs> man yeah i i didn't realize you loved that game as much
1: i did it was awesome that game up all the time. it was great I will, I think, i'll
0: download it again to play yeah, more cuz they think, brought out DLC. yeah
1: uh oh did they uh that might be yeah. uh, that may worth that might be worth doing as as we uh as we uh, as we get bored with uh, Destiny uh, here in a couple weeks, um, yeah, it's, it's happening. But then Red Dead comes out, and it just uh, it just goes away. Uh, everything, yeah. Else
0: All of our like boredom fade. becomes a um, one of those words. Those those infamous words gets crossed from the Webster um, dictionary I am and then, so, then the Oxford dictionary.
1: I'm just so glad I'm done with traveling for the year uh, with that game. Like by the time that game comes out, um, like super pumped.
0: Uh, oh cool because i I start traveling in october and it ends like halfway midway nope at the end of november up until early december so i might be a little behind on the red red uh, red dead train
1: you're working for a gaming company dude
0: oh no i know i might i might end up buying a switch honestly just so i can play it while we drive
1: there you go there you go i'm not sure why you're driving here that's weird
0: um, um, The the reason we're driving and, and this is completely we like are, people who are listening are going to have no idea. We
1: had digressed the reason, totally. Yeah, The
0: reason we're driving to Texas is because immediately after the Texas show ends, the guy I'm with has a show to go to in uh, Orlando and has to fly to that and because of that, it's easier for us to bring stuff down in the vehicle because we're building out a giant ass booth. It's, it's easier for it's, us to bring stuff down in the vehicle and like have it there instead of like is who james Shipping spader. a bunch of shit in and then Pause. having to find a place to ship stuff out. The,
1: the chat asks a question who james spader who, which one
0: are you asking if i'm james spader
1: no obviously not i'm taking i'm just getting there because if uh the maria says i'm james spader i will say thank you i will gladly be james spader any day because he's the fucking man
0: or maybe they're saying my voice sounds like James Spader.
1: Maybe we'll see. Let's I don't wait know. for chat. Anyway, It's that. That's right. that Dulcet. That's that Dulcet. Three beers dulcet and dulcet a cigarette. Tones. The uh, the uh, I can't, what's his what's his name in Blacklist? Uh, what's the character? Shit. Raymond Reddington. Ra- Raymond Reddington. There we go. I do. It had some alliteration in there. Um, yeah. All right, let's get back That's to the topic. Good. Where were we?
0: Oh well, I mean, I I actually kind of wanted to move uh, from talking about, you know, what made a best, what, what made story good to kind of carrying on with this world building idea and seeing if we could, if we could kind of help people out with uh, our assessment of world building being, you know, the most important part by giving them some examples of worlds that like we can't get enough of. And if we had an opportunity to live there for a, a, a time, uh does where it, we would go. Does this have this is uh, the question that was brought up um while we were playing Destiny a couple of days ago. Yeah. And stumped a lot of people.
1: It does. Does it have to be contained to the realm of video games?
0: Ooh, no. I don't okay. I'm all right with it being all over the place.
1: Okay. So um yeah, if we're in chat, let us know. You know, what if you know what are your top three places from games or from media. Yeah, from media. From media um, and it, it, you know, it doesn't have to be, oh, uh, I read a book that was based in Tokyo. That's cool. Everybody wants to go to Tokyo if you play games. What fictional um, what place? fictional from a, place from a... from a video game franchise or whatnot? Let us know in the chat uh, what your thoughts are. I think um, first part, uh, the number one, and I, and I threw this out almost immediately when I was asked, um, was uh, Roland's World, uh, Gilead, um, from uh before the world had moved on um in the dark tower what series oh uh, yeah yeah. because yeah. i'm you know huge fanboy of, of that series huge uh, <laughs> I, I almost downloaded the first book to my phone again and started listening to it uh on this yeah. last trip um oh, i loved how good is it chat how good is the dark tower series global i'm starting to think you and i are maybe the same person um it's kind of weird Anyway, every time
0: every time a message pops up from Global, are. you are looking down at the keyboard. So I am. Are you typing? His me- are you typing? Well, the, the,
1: fu- the funny thing is, is, you know, Global and I are really close to each other, which is kind of random. Um,
0: like, like emotionally or all in... things
1: physically, chronologically. Um, oh, that's that sounds so nice. It's it's like it's like we're Van Damme and Time Cop. Um, and if we were to ever <laughs> get together Jesus. and high five, we'd melt into a weird blob um oh god so let's let's not let's not have that happen yeah um, please no
0: high fives you y'all. yeah no i high think
1: fives. am i going and yeah we're both the looper and looper yes
0: <laughs> another good movie and had a really tremendous world building
1: yep um
0: what i want to live there fuck no
1: okay so are we going back and forth or am i going to name three and then you're going to name three?
0: Oh, oh let's go back and forth
1: okay you're up then
0: Oh, yeah, okay. So uh, I uh my first choice, because I couldn't stop thinking about it, was the Citadel in Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if you want a place that gets you in the world of a game, just land on the Citadel in Mass Effect 2 and walk around, and you'll, like, see the mixture of cultures and economies, and there's clubs, and uh, it's just, man.
1: Freaky space it's, dancing. It's,
0: it's freaky space dancing, man. Asari strippers, let's go.
1: All right good with that (laughs) james 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 t kirk and the alien love uh in the house Uh, um yeah i the citadel would be cool uh i dig that um wait a minute the young one chat what the hell um
0: i think global saying he's younger than you i know because you're old as shit remember have you changed your catheter recently
1: uh oh maybe that's what that smell is
0: Uh, (laughs) we're so stupid
1: (laughs) yeah but we make it work Um, we do we we, we We flaunt our shit yes we do Uh, our stupidity out there for the world to see Uh, number two uh, just to be more generic as you look at a sundial what the fuck sorry radio visual I'm not sure what Caleb's doing with his hand as he (laughs) Floating around <laughs> <her room. laughs>
0: i'm saying carry on
1: oh okay got it um i i think that,
0: <laughs> sundial what
1: yeah i want to say i want to say rivendale um
0: Riv- Rivendell.
1: yeah but that uh did you say rivendale Rivendell.
0: I thought you said Riverdale. No, I,
1: didn't. I did not say Riverdale. I said Holy Rivendale. shit! Someone
0: mistaked this in the Xbox party. <laughs> yeah, you said Rivendale and everyone thought you said Riverdale. Yeah, it's, I want to uh, hang out
1: with Archie. I want to hang out with Archie. No, I want to go to Rivendale. <laughs> hang out with Lord <laughs> Elrond. Um, uh, th- th- but that's I I don't want to say that because it's it's too cliche. Uh, I think number two, uh, for me would be uh the world of Mad Max.
0: Um. Oh damn! Yeah. You went straight from like
1: yep, cushy went,
0: and great to like I yep. want to have to fight for fucking yeah, I, water I, and gasoline.
1: I I've always thought that was such a well constructed universe. In oh yeah, man. In the way that it's not, it, it does something that I I that really that and the Walking Dead kind of kills me, and zombie apocalypse and apocalypse movies kind of kill me, right? It did such a good job. Of having people with fucked up teeth. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what. When the shit goes down. All these pearly white fucking smiles that we all have right now. They're going away. Oh. The Walking Dead. Everybody's got beautifully brushed shiny fucking teeth. They've oh, still how got. Many years has it been? They've still got their activated charcoal and their fucking whitening. No, fuck that. You're going to be Tom Hanks in it and Castaway, knocking fucking teeth out of your mouth with a skate if the shit goes down. Uh, there's Damn. a bunch of, there's a bunch of toothpaste around. Yeah, you're right. Um I don't disagree with that, but that shit's going to run out pretty quick.
0: You think uh, these people are going on supply runs looking for a tube of toothpaste?
1: Yeah. So that's uh I well I, I would definitely pick up a tube of toothpaste if I sell it on a supply run. I would pick
0: it up, but I wouldn't go looking for it.
1: All right. Um, yeah, so I wouldn't be I, like,
0: I'm going to risk my life so I can brush my teeth. That's
1: a that's a really ridiculous reason to love a universe, but I, I love the fact that in all the Mad Max movies, everyone's teeth are just totally fucked because that's what a post apocalyptic world would ultimately boil down to, people with fucked up teeth. Anyway, your turn. Yeah, and I mean, that, all back just, to, to you.
0: just to cycle back to the conversation a little bit, that's, maybe a, that's a big part of creating stories that, that real people in. It's not just like this grand fantastical universe for mages and, and wizards and, and tieflings and fairies run around. Sometimes it's just creating a world that feels like people have lived in it for yep. long enough to make it fucking dirty. Yep. And that's why like episode four for star Wars was such a huge hit. Like they landed on or the game, or the game, the, the movie uh, heads the tattooing after, uh, you know, R2 and, and C3PO get launched onto the surface. And suddenly moss eisley and and mm-hmm. everything in Tatooine looks so fucking used and dirty and like when when han and the group are walking to his ship there's nothing about that scene that makes you think this was built for a movie yep. it it looks like a, a camera crew showed up to to yep. capture just a run down fucking place and like that's huge
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's huge yep. um so I guess, I don't, man, I don't know what my number two would be. Like, I've literally thought about this all week, and I have no no freaking clue. Um, mm, I think of, like, RPGs and, and, like, games like that shit that I've played. Like, it's violent, and it's not a great place. But I do genuinely want to live in from Witcher. If I could be, if I could be like one of the one of the richer people that lives in the nice ass places, and I could live in Novigrad from Witcher Three,
1: I'd want to be a Witcher if I was in that universe.
0: You say you would or would not? Would. I mean, I.
1: (laughs) And and yes and and no. And and, and Yennefer would be my wife.
0: Oh, okay. Well, if we're going with that, like, sure.
1: Sorry, guys. I don't mean to be crass, but she's one of the best designed video game women in the history dude, Ger- of Geralt
0: has Geralt has some uh some good choices let's be honest yeah this dude doesn't really have a bad choice yeah I
1: agree um the whole and and I actually have those I have the the books in my uh in my uh thing I mean I, I think those are going to be what I use my Amazon uh audiobook free to- monthly free tokens on next uh is the Witcher series because I want to go back and
0: Oh yeah, I want to see if they're if the books are as good as the games.
1: Well, I want to you know I want to go back and see what Henry Cavill is talking about, um, so I can understand you know his fandom, um, which is why he got that role. Um,
0: Yo, apparently ahead. he almost missed Zack Snyder's phone call to play Superman because he was playing World of Warcraft.
1: Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> like a,
0: that dude's a, huge, a gamer.
1: Yeah, he's a huge gamer, uh, self admittedly, like giant gamer, um, literally and figuratively, giant. Yeah, he's not a small dude. Yeah, uh, no, he's not a small dude. Um, a little beefy. Yeah, Superman beefy. Um, yeah, I think it's It's such a cool designed world. Um, for me, it sh- and the reason I didn't call that out, because it crossed my mind, it it shares a little bit too much with like a Lord of the Rings style universe. or. Yeah, you
0: know, I, that's you know. why I, I hesitated over it. Because yeah. it's, like, I mean, it's, it's just it, like monsters and shit.
1: Yeah, it's not lord of the rings right it's not it's very much not tolkien you can definitely tell so there's some inspiration but i think tolkien if tolkien didn't exist we wouldn't have 90 percent of the shit uh that we have um sure there uh okay my turn talk for... about
0: talk about fucking world building by the way jesus well
1: and that was funny because that was, guy that they guy was br- amazing they brought that up on the star talk episode and for those of you just joining we kind of based tonight's episode on if you don't listen to star talk with neil degrasse tyson i highly recommend it it's a great podcast um uh, they get into some really cool topics um but it it was kind of the science of storytelling which is where we're going with this and uh this was one of the things they also it was funny they did this on on that show as well um anyway back to uh, back to third um my third uh and it's your second
0: it's your second
1: no it's not
0: what Oh Dark, no! It's your Dark, third. I Dark lied. Tower. I lied. It's your third. It's your third. Uh, Sorry. Go ahead.
1: All right. Thanks for hanging out, Global. I appreciate the raid. Hey, adios, um,
0: dude. Thanks so much.
1: Um. Uh. It, and this is weird because I'm such a Marvel fanboy. Uh. But I. Uh. One of the few DC comics that I read and still read is Green Lantern Corps. Uh. And I would love to go to Oa.
0: No. Uh, oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Um, you just want to. You just want to be around all that power.
1: Yes. Um. That. I, I I wanna I want a Green Lantern ring. Um, that's I think that they're one of the cooler. And granted, we're getting Captain Marvel in the MCU, which that yeah. whole storyline is very much the Green Lantern corpse of the Marvel universe. Um, it's core,
0: you know that, right? It's core, Green Lantern. I keep
1: saying corpse. Yeah, yeah, don't. Uh, you
0: keep saying corpse.
1: Stop judging me. Um, Too late. You're very judgmental tonight. Um,
0: I'm just tired and drink kind of drunk. I know. That's all
1: we could we could all see it in your eyes cuz you're kinda of doing like
0: oh dude i'm yeah, i'm sorry <laughs> all y'all watching i'm doing them It's, head it's drops. so funny <laughs> anyway, there was uh, a moment a few minutes ago where you were talking and you stopped just to watch me, and yep, I was like, "This you, motherfucker is just watching you, me." You
1: keep stretching and doing all this stuff to make sure you're staying awake. Uh, yeah. Anyway,
0: I'm, uh, I'm moving see, around, man.
1: <laughs> I see it. I thought you had to pee at first, and I was about to dismiss you to go to go relieve yourself, but no,
0: I ran all out right. of water like 30 minutes ago, and oh, my man. mouth is dry as fuck. Oh, that's the But, worst. Uh, but that... yeah, no, I'm all right. Fuck, I fuck. didn't fill up my water bottle for a live of the and lo- I was like, running well, out
1: of water is. Oh. Mm. absolute worst <laughs> it's terrible
0: You're you're a monster
1: <laughs> uh i know uh yeah so Ola, i think i think there's there's the there is the the what has been drawn of oa in so many different ways that i just if it was real and existed i would want to go to see if it actually looked anything like it's been drawn uh or whatnot uh yeah I, sure i think that's one of the cooler Uh, worlds where its core is giantly, uh, its core is literally a giant engine of willpower.
0: Yeah, it's dope.
1: Alright, your turn. Go. Third.
0: My turn. Go. Um... There was... A book. Oh my god. It's right there. Mm, 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 mm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so it's not really a book, but there's a. Oh man, I don't know why I didn't think of this earlier. There's a podcast I've been to for years mm-hmm. called My Brother and Brother and Me that had a spinoff podcast that was D and D podcast called The Adventure Zone, and I would in a heartbeat live in the world that of Adventure Zone that was created by the guys that make this show, um, because like it's kind of like the typical D universe but like instead of everything being like serious it's i don't know man it's hard to describe this place to not sound like I'm, I'm a huge fanboy a lot of people probably don't have the same experience but like people that are that are, I, I don't know i have some faith in people watching this show like if you've played D D, you've probably played a game of D where like the world that you played in was so dope you were like Mhm. Yeah, I want that. Yeah, everybody's. Um,
1: every I think I think that's a thing and everybody goes through in their D&D career, right? They move to a new city, they move to a new town, and then you get that one dungeon master that is just the best dungeon master you've ever had.
0: Yeah, and he just weaves a story that you're like instantly uh, in.
1: Yep, and then all of a sudden you you move, you 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 go somewhere else and it's like fuck, man, this guy yeah, nice. this is just kind of boring. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I definitely, definitely see that.
0: That's just real. Um, but we're actually getting close to time, so we're, I want to go ahead and wrap it up, just because y'all know I'm tired. And I'm sorry. Oh, you're but, not you know. playing.
1: De- you're not playing Destiny after this.
0: Uh, I might play for a little bit, but right, like. That's what I thought. I don't want to like fuck. Fall- <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> 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 Shut up. Um. I wanted to go ahead and jump into Bounties and uh, see what everyone's been, what everyone, there's two of us, see what you've been playing. Chat can Um, come into
1: it. Chat can come into
0: it. Chat can come into it. I like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if y'all don't know, Bounties is when we talk about what we're playing and watching, listening to, or reading. And uh, just kind of like give it a quick rundown and let everybody know why they should be experiencing that stuff. Um, I'll kick it off just because I think that, you know, it's it's safe to say that Eric and I have been playing a fuck ton of Destiny, uh, yes. and it's impressive. I am still conflicted about whether or not I like that it's impressive. Well, I wanted to
1: get into that. Why? Why are you so conflicted?
0: I feel like the fact that that Forsaken is is as popular as it is might be a bad. It might encourage a bad habit that that uh, Bungie has. Activision, Activision and Bungie have perpetuated and that's that they can release a game that's mm, pretty good eh, for the first 15 20 hours and then really broken and then they can release two dlcs that are shit and then a whole year later they can charge you 40 more dollars for basically a brand new game that's what everybody wanted in the first place um they've done it literally the same way twice in a row destiny one pretty good and then meh and then you got the dark below and you got the house of wolves and both of them were uh, like no one really cared. And then they brought out Taken King and everyone was like, Holy shit. They did it. They figured it out. And then all that faith, they restored, they'd carried into destiny Two, And we thought destiny two is going to be good because they learned from their mistakes over the last two years. Destiny two, very good for about 30, 40 hours. So an improvement. But after that, suddenly you, Ran out of stuff to do. Systems were broken. Things weren't exactly fun. And then you got Osiris, which was poop. The... Oh, man. The Warmind, which people literally called Warm Wind two days after playing it, because they were like, whatever. <laughs> and then a full year later, almost a full price game later, here Warm comes Forsaken.
1: Wind.
0: Right, dude? It's, it's, it's a very good nickname. Oh. Um, but a full year later, uh, here comes... Destiny Forsaken and they claim that they've done everything that their fans told them that they wanted them to do and by and large I think they've stayed true to that they have they've done a lot of stuff I wanted but like this is two times in a row with the same exact formula and I'm afraid that Destiny 3 is going to try and repeat because it works obviously
1: Um, I would be interested to see I would be interested to see the number of Destiny players at launch compared to the number of Destiny players after the re-release or after the launch of Forsaken, right? Yeah, no, it'd um, be really
0: good to see concurrent. Because I logins. would,
1: I would almost guarantee that the number is flat; it has not gone up. Um, yeah. I don't think, and maybe there was a brief spike, but if anything, it's leveled back out to to the current. I don't think there. You are, don't think
0: Forsaken selling Bunker Busters just because they no, no, no. ran an the entire campaign about Cade getting off?
1: No, I I think the the Bungie looked at Activision and said, okay, we need some of your marketing dollars and we need some of your marketing help bring sure. it to us. Uh, I think they did a I think Bungie finally stepped up and recognized some of the errors that they had been making I think they did a really good job with the storytelling they built they finally gave people access to the one world that we had yet to see which was the uh, awoken and for you guys who don't know um sorry we haven't yet to see the we've seen I, I feel like the Black Armory or wherever the next one is gonna go. Uh, we you know, if you think about it, we saw the human world in Destiny One. We're now seeing a year into Destiny two, the Awoken. Right? We're getting into yeah. that world. We've only got one more race to explore in Destiny three. So are we gonna get that as the Destiny Three story where we're gonna go find Cade Seven? Um, because that's I don't who-
0: think Cade Seven's gone.
1: No, no, Cade Six is gone. Cade seven is the one we're gonna get uh, now.
0: Yeah, that's okay.
1: But you so you haven't gotten the ace of spades yet, and there is absolutely a call out to where Cade six says, do not trust any letters you find from Cade Three, from Cade two, three, or four. Um so I I'm like, okay, that a hundred percent means there's gonna be But a do Cade they need 7. their
0: do they need their ghost to reincarnate?
1: I don't know. See, that's the yeah. Qu- we'll because find out. He's already a robot,
0: and there's also a story. There's also a story that that hints that like his ghost is in the traveler's energy and his right. light. Correct. So like yeah, hey, it, it could,
1: we could spend the next hours. You know, I I do hope that if they do bring Cade Seven back, they can talk Nathan Fillion uh, into reprising the role. Um, yeah,
0: I mean Nolan North did an amazing job. Nolan man.
1: North is is phenomenal. Don't get me wrong, but Nathan Fillion's just better. Um, yeah, a little bit. It, it, he, like, it, it goes, it goes. Vincent D'Onofrio, favorite actor of all time. Nathan Fillion, like they're right there. Neck all right, and neck. damn. Um, all right, big big fans of both those gentlemen. Um, all right, so
0: uh, what are you what are you playing, friend? Destiny. Let us know. <laughs> Yeah, that's a pretty easy question.
1: I, I am gonna be uh I'm gonna be playing Destiny until uh what is it, not next week, but the week after. Uh and then I may take a, a break for a couple days because Forza is gonna be out. Um and I oh, will yeah. I will hundred percent be um
0: kicking, Cutting concrete
1: kicking Sergeant Sodium's ass at a game that he has said he's the absolute best at. The gauntlet has been thrown down. Shots fired. Shots fired. I'm going to, uh, I am going all to, right. I am going to elite controller manual all over his face. Um, that sounds gross. It that did. It sounds so bad. It did. But I will I tell you, you so much. <laughs> I will tell you one thing that the elite controller does absolutely well for gaming, and that is driving games. The ability yeah. to have your shifter paddles on the back of your thing.
0: So you don't have to take your thumbs off.
1: You never have to take your thumbs off stick. Um, and you can have your, uh, you can use your right, you, you have the use of your right bumper still, and you don't have to rearrange the control scheme to something crazy, is so amazing. Anyway, shots yeah, fired. No, it's very good.
0: Um, yeah, you uh, you, you fire those shots right across the bow. Let's see what, how he responds.
1: He's not in the chat tonight, which is kind of. Oh,
0: annoying. no, I'll tell him about it. Okay, <laughs> I know.
1: I'll, I'll tell him about it. That's fine.
0: No, yeah, I figured can, you would.
1: Somebody clip it and send it to him. I'm good with it. Oh,
0: yeah. Clip that shit. Um, anyway, uh,
1: the point being is uh, – oh, I, I, I said the point being. Um, yeah, it'll be that, and then it'll be bouncing back and forth between Destiny. I will tell you one th- – I'm sorry. And before you we, before we get to your boundaries. Go on. Thing. Going back to Destiny real quick. The one thing that I absolutely love that they did, and this may go away uh, once I get my Hunter uh, a little bit more leveled up, but I feel zero reason whatsoever to play another character because there is enough shit to do every day when I log in and play that I yeah. don't feel like like I remember the reason one of the reasons I stopped playing when Osiris came out is because it was like, oh, I did it on my Hunter. Now I'm going to do it on my Titan. Now I'm going to do it on my Warlock. And I it was I was I was doing it so that I had a reason to play the game. And I. Not that I disliked was it because it.
0: the game was good or because you needed to get the money you put into it out of it,
1: right, and it, I, yeah, exactly, I didn't feel like it was the game was good it it was taking me out of it because, oh, well, I could play hunter and not play with my friends because I've already done everything, and I could switch to Titan and warlock, or this now I feel like there's enough shit to do with the bounties and the stuff like that, like I still have weekly shit I haven't done yet, no
0: yeah, um, oh no, there's so much shit to do and yeah. like. They tested this system out, I think, at the end of Destiny One, where like you had all the, the, the folders and shit full of lore too. Like, yep. not only is there a ton to do, but like if you want to, if you kind of care about what's going on, like
1: they gave, you, just... they gave you the ultimate load screen mechanic. Every time i want on a load screen now, <laughs> I go to the fucking triumphs and the lore, lore tab, and I go read a new piece of lore.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. And, they just know. they gave it. They gave you the backstory of the game in droves and that's on top of like all of the the, not just quality of life but like gameplay loop improvements
1: yeah i I like the triumphs. it's real good i I think the triumphs are really a neat a neat way to do things anyway your bounty sir oh yeah
0: no it's it's really good i I already said my bounty. we've been playing a lot of destiny i mean um i can also i guess i can also work in that i like i've still been playing Mm spider-man and uh i've been playing um invisible ink on playstation i don't know if i've ever brought that up mm-hmm. uh it's a real good game if you like a uh, top-down like strategy based turn-based games like uh, xcom imagine xcom but with super spies and you're the entire time you're trying to like recover it's the beginning of the game is a really good like head fake at like what you think the way is, the way the game's gonna work is and then mm-hmm. like shit breaks really bad and you're like oh so the 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 core of the game's like out out of battle mechanic is that you're trying to like find all of your lost agents and like get essentially reset as like set up your your agency again cuz it gets attacked. Um it just lends to some really cool stuff and like I've never really played a turn-based strategy game that's focused on stealth. Right? Which is pretty cool. Um I dig it. I dig it. It's called Invisible Ink. It's a PlayStation exclusive right now. I think it might be PlayStation and PC. Um yeah.
1: Yeah, it's not on Xbox. I think it, I think you're right. So
0: yeah, no, it's not. It sucks. I wish it was, but it's not. Crossplay, <laughs> right? <laughs> I Fucking do it. Let's go. Um, I mean, but that's it for me, man. You got anything else?
1: No, nah, I'm good. Global, nope. Appreciate that raid. Thank you everybody for hanging out. We've had a great viewership all night, so appreciate uh, that again.
0: Yeah, let chat. Us, y'all the real MVPs.
1: Let us get through. Um, like I said I, I made the announcement I think a couple weeks ago but let us get through uh these travels that we have and then we're gonna uh I think we're gonna officially make the jump we'll we'll have more over
0: yeah uh, we're gonna start restructuring stuff and it's gonna be really fucking awesome yeah not
1: that uh not that the house of glass uh is going away that's still very much my thing uh but right. I think we're gonna start bringing bounty board and nerdy bits a little bit more forward streaming on there we're gonna get that uh yep. get, that, get them their own
0: channels and all that. all that good shit get
1: that get that going so all yeah. right
0: just be patient with us as we, you already have been because and we patient promise with you, you you will get some stuff that you really like
1: yeah I'm digging it
0: yeah digging it all right it, very good thank yeah thanks so much for listening everybody uh it's been a blast uh again you can find this podcast on itunes stitcher and any podcasts that leech their rss feeds from those two i think podcatcher is one of them um we'll be hearing again next week talking about something we haven't decided yet but it'll be awesome because that's what we are and that's you know you can only do what you are be awesome (laughs) be awesome uh eric where can people find you if they want to read just follow what you do
1: right down here Hybrid Glass. Uh, I am uh, at Twitter slash Twitch slash YouTube. Uh, I am uh, I'm, I'm working on some personal new branding. Uh, I have an artist friend of mine uh, doing a logo for me that I am then going to animate. So hopefully that's uh, that's coming soon. That sounds uh, good. I also have a DJ friend of mine who is going to put some music together for me to do that animation. Uh, to do that animation too. So hopefully. Uh, once I get done traveling here, and you and I are working on this, I'm going to start working on that. Um, so there's some cool things, cool things coming uh, in the house, uh, which will be which will be fun. Uh, but yeah, hybrid glass uh, everywhere, and then you can finally stream in nightly uh, here uh, on this on this station. How about you? Where are you at? Besides in an altered state of mind right now. <laughs>
0: I mean, I'm in an altar's dead of mind right now. That's really it.
1: Yeah. No, um,
0: I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm uh, on Twitter I'm <laughs> So good. And like, I guess you can find me in St. Louis if you want, but like, I don't know, man. Twitter's Twitter's cool. Twitter's Xbox good. is cool. Yeah. PlayStation's cool. But uh, if you want to know like how to do that, it's been on the bottom of your screen the whole time because Eric has his shit together. And uh, it's at LoveWub. Facebook? Ooh, not Facebook. I lied. Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Xbox, PlayStation. Yeah, that's all of them. Um, And, you know, maybe someday we won't have to worry about whether it's on PlayStation or Xbox. We'll just be able to play together. But we can't right now because PlayStation's a bunch of dicks.
1: (laughs) I don't know. Whoa. Talking about shots fired. But...
0: Dude, the response to "Why is there no crossplay?" was they're, like they're Fortnite's the best on this system.
1: Uh, what's up, Ace? Um, we are we're just wrapping up the podcast. We're gonna switch over to in here in a minute. Ace, um, you are late. Yeah. you missed our
0: show, friend.
1: I don't know if the can does it right.
0: It does. It has that like metal, metallic drone. Yeah. It sounds. Oh, I like it. Yes, brother. The fire rises. The fire rises. We
1: are forsaken for the rest of the evening.
0: (laughs) No, I'm late. Do you feel it? You're not late. You're just in time.
1: Do you feel in control?
0: Do you feel in (laughs) control?
1: All right, everybody, I'm going to switch it over. Uh, Uh, We can't do that the rest of the night. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out.
0: I can't do anymore? <laughs> uh,
1: I, was, uh, I was born in the darkness, you merely adopted it,
0: <laughs> raised by it,
1: molded. <laughs> yeah, uh, Pringles uh, can, I bet, does really good. Uh, All right, we'll, guys. Bring,
0: we'll bring the Pringles can for you next time, Ace. Right. I promise you.
1: All right, guys, I'm gonna switch. It Thanks, over. guys, so much. We'll see you see next week. We'll see you next week.
0: Peace.